Welcome to the I Don't Give a Should show, a podcast exploring all the ways that women should all over themselves. How many times do you find yourself acting out of obligation or doing what everyone else expects from you without stopping to consider why? Where do all those beliefs that are driving you come from? If you're tired of feeling resentful, overwhelmed, stuck, exhausted, or pissed off, you are in the right place. Shooting all over yourself is a real thing, but it doesn't have to be in the driver's seat. I'm your host, Jen Sherwood, and I spent way too many years trying to prove that I was good enough and worrying what other people thought while avoiding conflict at all costs. Today, I don't give a shit. Well, not as many anyway, and neither should you. I'm talking to women like you who figured out how to stop shooting and start living. You're listening to the I Don't Give a Should Show, episode number eight. Today, my guest is Stacey Weber. I'm so excited to introduce you to Stacey. She is the founder of True You Training. She's an inspiring and passionate speaker, sales trainer, high performance coach, and the creator of Unleash Your Sales Potential and Limitless Life, Body, and Business Training. It's amazing. She has over 25 years' experience in sales sales leadership, and sales training. Stacy is also a certified life coach and a certified personal fitness trainer. She specializes in helping you create an unstoppable, I love that, let's emphasize it, an unstoppable mindset to get out of overwhelm and into inspiration and flow. Yes, please. <laughs> Using the law of attraction, she guides you to align your mindset, habits, and beliefs with your goals to create the best life body, and business. You'll leave her program inspired and excited to use her keys to create limitless limitless life in all areas. Now that I can get it out, that is an amazing (laughs) bio. I'm so excited to have you. Let's welcome Stacey. Thank you so, so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I I love these types of conversations. It's so important to kind of open it up. So people realize that we all have them, but are we really aware that we have shoulds? I love this conversation. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And obviously I love these conversations too, or I wouldn't be having them. And I just find it so inspiring and and such so interesting to hear how people got on in this journey and what happened for them. So Let's just do that. Let's, without further ado, Stacy, would you please tell me and all of us what it was like for you when you were living under the shoulds? You know, um, when you first you know reached out to me and we were talking about shoulds, and I was like, "What are those for me?" Well, you know, it goes, and I think with a lot of people, it goes back further back in childhood and things like that. And so, a lot of the things that I've gone through are part of this upbringing. And when I was young, it was my sister and I, and it was about us being very proper, us following the good little girl guidelines, you know, and and that's just the way it was back in the 50s, right? Or not the 50s. I wasn't born in the 50s. It It was then too. (laughs) It was then too, right? But I remember us, like, it was always like, we were the Good little girls. We didn't say, you know, we were quiet. We didn't make a fuss. You know, we're good at the dinner table when we went out to dinner. 
And it was also a big part was we didn't talk back. Oh, yeah. You don't talk back because that's not appropriate. You just don't do that. That was what you, you should not do that. Like yeah. it was the no, no, you didn't say shut up. I mean, that was like something you just don't say. I mean, and my mom, and I love my mom, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love you, mom, if you're watching this. <laughs> um, she carried a little belt in her purse. And back then, that's what, you know, spanking and all that stuff was, you know, that's what people did. Yeah. And my mom carried a, a belt in her purse, not that she used it very often, but it was her thing to go, okay, girls, we're in the restaurant. So if you guys act up, I could take you out to the car and use the belt. I mean, I'm serious. And yeah, not serious threats. Like, <laughs> and so we were like, okay, we're, you know what I mean? And so she wore out the belt more of having it in her purse than using it. So it wasn't like, you know, it was horrible or anything. So don't, I'm not trying to paint that picture, but more of a picture of you should be this way. Yeah. Right. Yes. Do not speak back. And so what came up for me as I grew up is I didn't really speak my, um, what I thought my opinion that wasn't really important. And so I, I should just be like quiet and like everybody else. So then people would view me as this proper person yep. and nice to everybody. So everybody would like me. So I just became this like persona and very, and I was shy and that type of thing. So if you saw me back then, you'd probably go, you're do this now. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you talk and you speak and all this stuff, like, you know, and so I was very shy. and. So there was one day, and I can't remember what the conversation was about, but I think it was probably in my 20s where my mom was talking to me and she was saying something that she wanted a response from. And I didn't. And she goes, why are you, you know, talking back to me? She goes, I said, because you told me never to talk back. Wow. Wow. And she went, I just got the chills. I got, and she went, oh, you're right. Oh, you both had this aha moment at the same yes. time. At the same time. And it was just like, I mean, it, I always believe everybody's doing the best they can where they are, right? Yeah. So that's why I don't go, oh, you know, they shouldn't have done that. See, you shouldn't have done that. But no, yeah. that's what they thought was the right thing to do. Yeah. And so from that moment on, my mom was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that that would make an impact, that you wouldn't speak your mind, because I was like, I'm not supposed to, I'm yeah. not supposed to speak my mind. And that in, has impacted my younger years and how I was with people. I really was more like, okay, I'm like everybody else. I'll just make sure that everybody likes me. Mm -hmm. I just went around and said, one thing I did, I started saying, I'm sorry all the time, even oh, if yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. That was my go-to thing. So then no one would be upset at me. Oh, I feel you. I, I imagine in the virtual world, you know, as this is going on, there's women nodding all over the yeah. place. Women of our era, this is how we were raised with a very heavy hand of don't speak up, don't cause trouble, don't talk back. And I think your story is so relatable to so many women. Like you just don't give your opinion. I totally get that. And 
it permeates every aspect of your life. It does. It does. It, I knew I was doing it, but I did not know why I was doing it. And, and I mean, I did it all the way up until I was probably like 50. Yeah. I'm 58. And people would say, Stacy, why are you saying you're sorry? You didn't do anything. I mean, people were saying that to me and I was like, why am I saying this? Until I went into becoming a certified life coach, did I really let go? Oh, this is why I'm saying that because I want people to like me, which like me, but not really for who I was because I wasn't being me. Yes. Right. So, yeah. So such a long time. I mean, 50 years. What did it feel like for you? I'm curious. So you weren't being your true self. You were just, which is ironic since your business is true. You, what was that like for you? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but as you're describing it, I'm seeing you as sort of a shrunken version of yourself. But, you know, I talk about when women follow the shoulds, they feel stuck, they feel unhappy. A lot of times people feel totally unsatisfied and they don't know why. What was it like for you when you were, I mean, this is for anybody watching, this is people pleasing. This is like, try to fit in, try to show up, say sorry. So nobody's upset with you. But back to my original question, how did that feel for you? You know, I, I think um, in some ways I lost my spirit, mm. my playful spirit. Yes. And that's still something that I have to remember. Yeah. Actively, playful. right? Yeah. Yeah. And not really living the life that I wanted to. Yeah. Not really living that. Until I started waking up when I was in corporate, I was in corporate selling in sales for 25 years. And that's when it started going. I started becoming really unhappy because I, because through that end of my corporate career, they sold to a very large corporation, it became very about the numbers and not about the people. And I'm so about relationships. That's what I built my business on in corporate. And then it just was like, I was not in integrity. And I was like, I'm not happy. I am miserable. And then I finally asked myself, what do I want? And that was the first step to go, oh, this is my life. I need to live my life. And who is that person? And honestly, who am I? Yeah, yeah. Who am I? And I haven't spoken my truth. And stepped out and said, this is who I am until I just decided that that was going to make me happy. And that's, again, why my company's called True You, because I lost myself. I, I, may, I was trying to find myself. After so many years of being what I thought everybody wanted me to be. Exactly. That's exactly it. So was it a slow burn, would you say? So the company was changing and it was making you see that you weren't able to function in there in alignment with who you wanted to build relationships to and whatever that means to you. So it was a slow build to that sort of realization. It was. It was. I mean, I I love my corporate career. I learned so much. There's no doubt. I grew from from being shy to really expanding who I was and was able to do that. But then I found that 
it was time to grow again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. 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 Of our lives where we're like, okay, this is not making me happy. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way where you just felt like ah, oh, heavy because yes. you're like more. I know there's more and I don't think it's here anymore. Oh, I and- do. I love that. I love that you just said that. Cause I know women might be feeling it and don't actually recognize it yet. But maybe if anyone watching is like, oh, that's what's going on. I feel heavy. I want more. Well, Stacy's living proof that it's okay to want more and to go get it. Yeah. I just knew because I left a very lucrative corporate career and I did that for many years, but it was like, Am I going to stay in this place or am I going to be happy? And I knew that the happiness outweighed by far the money that I was making because I was dead inside. And I wanted, I'm like, you know what? I'm 50. Am I going to live the rest of my life in this way? I said, no, there's life is too short to be living in that place. And that's when I did. And I don't regret it. Never regretted it. It hasn't been difficult at sometimes absolutely but that has been happy difficult right yeah Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm imagining you almost like swimming upstream when you say it's been difficult but worth it right you're going against the grain I always try to say that to clients when we're talking about changing something that look we're talking about decades of this conditioning that you're now going against but it's good can you speak to Stacy? And you know, if you don't remember like specific details, that's okay. But what do you think it was that sort of helped you get over the hump? Like, was it a seminar you went to? Was it just sheer will? Did you hire a coach? Like, what helped you turn that around and start moving towards the life you wanted? Well, there was, I believe that drama and trauma come in when you need, when your life needs to shift. You want it to shift, but you're not quite sure how to do that. Well, my out of the blue before this, before I moved into my, my own business, my husband came home one day and said, I want a divorce out of the blue. Never knew that that was going to happen. And that was like, hello, wake up call. This is your life. And it was very, it was probably one of the most traumatic things in my life is when you don't see it coming. And then he was also with someone else that I knew and was close to me. (laughs) And so your life is just a whole upheaval. So when those things, then you start really looking at, what about me? What, this is my life now. So you better figure, you know, you better look at that. What is it? Is this working? Yeah. Obviously that wasn't working. And I tried very hard to keep that marriage together, but it was not, not for me. But then I look back and as a gift, there was a gift in that. I always believe that there's a gift in challenges, but honestly, that was a, I think the start, the catalyst Got it. of me looking at what do I truly want? Because then I would, it was it, that was me, wasn't in some, with someone else. It was time for me to start looking at me. I hear you. I hear you. And I want to say, ladies, you don't have to have a divorce. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be a cataclysmic event. You can just decide. But for lots of us, there is an event that sort of starts this ball rolling, but you can decide today 
that you want to be different. I just want to clarify that. So Stacey, can you tell us what it's like now, now that those shoulds that you've recognized them, that you you've clearly done work on this and you're in a very different position today. So what's it like now, not responding to all that conditioning and expectation? Oh, it's freeing. It's like my heart is open instead of closed. Like I've got to be this certain way. So it's more open. I guess the first picture of my company was a girl, a woman going like this on the beach. And so I guess that's what that represents is freedom and openness and just embracing life as who I truly am. And I guess And that's what I want for other women is, especially women and for men too. But I mean, I work with a lot of women that I find that that is what is holding them back is that they're not truly embracing who they are because they're worried as as people are going to, are they going to like me? And this is my business. If they don't like me, they're not going to do business with me. And it doesn't have to be that way because not everybody is your It doesn't, not everybody's going to like it anyway. Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It's hard for us to realize that, like, just be yourself because yes, not everyone will like you. I just was thinking about how, when we started this, you were talking about when you were doing what you thought you should, and it was a persona. And so I just can see that you went from playing this role from this persona to true you, authentic you. That's such a great it's words that I'm saying, but for me, it's like this visualization of you moving from one place into this woman with her hands up, just wide open. I love that. Love it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like when I was younger, I hated my hair. I mean, everybody had straight hair Yep. because it was in the sixties. Everybody, you know, that's what, and I was like, oh, I straightened my hair, just wanted it straight. <laughs> and now it's kind of like that same thing. You got to embrace. This is who I am. Yeah. I, I have curly hair. It's not ever going to be like your hair, even though I love your hair, because we always want what we don't. <laughs> exactly. It's like embracing me, embracing my story, embracing my, the experience, because otherwise we're resisting and that doesn't feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's just like one day, there was one day that I realized, I go, my parents were just doing the best they could. And so just loving them for what they wanted for the family, for us, for us being growing up. So I just go, you got to embrace the whole experience and understand that that's what everybody is doing is just doing the best they can at every moment. Talk about freeing, being able to think, I I really like that approach as well, that no matter how flawed they were, your parents just did the best they could with the tools they had, which maybe weren't very many, depending on your situation and harboring resentment towards them or anyone just eats away at you. So just doing that again, I, I'm imagining you arms wide open, like just release it, grow from it, love yeah. what you learned from it. It's so yeah. think about the contrast to walking around feeling resentful. I mean, that's so yeah. beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So Stacy, how would you say that's influenced the work you do today, your own experience? Oh my gosh. It's everything. It really is. I sit down, I think about a client that I have that's doing just phenomenally. I, cause I help people in their business and I help them with their sales. And there was one client that sat down and we were just connecting, you know, we we're just having a conversation. And she told me about her story and about 
her business. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is it. That's your thing. That's what you want to talk about. She's like, really? I go, yes, because she wasn't embracing that. Yeah. But, but now that's the catalyst for everything in her business. And she's thriving. She's got a waiting list of, of clients. And that's the start of it is just really embracing yourself and stepping into that power. That's the key is stepping into who you are, because then that's when people go, oh my gosh, I want to talk with you. You're relaxed. You're who you are, you know, and you're unique and you don't have to be anybody else. Yes. Except yourself. Yes. Oh, I love that. I literally, the next question out of my mouth was going to be what piece of advice would you give? And so you just said it. That's the key. Just step into your true self. So I agree with you. It is just the key, like drop all the acts because it really just kind of diminishes who we are, dims our life. It doesn't matter if you own a business, if you, it does not matter who you are, but that's the key just stepping into embracing yourself. Oh, I love that. All right. I think that is the perfect point to wrap this up. So before we go though, Stacey, how can our listeners get to know you? How can they follow you? Where, where can they go to know more about Stacey and True You Coaching? Sure. So I do have a Facebook page and I do videos and lives because I love talking about these types of things on an ongoing basis. So it's true you, which is T-R-U-Y-O-U training and coaching. That's my Facebook page. And then I also have my website, which is T-R-U-Y-O-U training.com training.com. Got it. And for anybody watching, I will add this in to the show notes and comments. Stacey, any last thing you want to say before we go? I would say embrace yourself. Don't resist the past, your experiences, your mistakes. You want to embrace them all because that makes you who you are, right? And the uniqueness You don't want to push away the unique part of you. Just be who you truly are. I love that. I love that perfect note to end on. Stacey Weber's my guest. Thank you so much for being here. To all of you watching, thank you for for hanging in with us. I thought this was fantastic. I'm Jen of Jennifer Sherwood Coaching. Until next time, thank you. Thank you. Hey, friend. If you recognize yourself in these stories and you don't want to give a should anymore, you have to join my coaching community, the GC. Come learn the tools to recognize when fear and worry are running the show and how to shift into more of what you want without guilt or blowing up your life. Unless, of course, that's what you want. Inside the GC, you'll learn strategies to start making yourself a priority. Stop saying yes when you mean no. Have hard conversations and so much more. And... You get to do this with a group of women who are making the same changes in their lives and are there to support you, not judge you. It's a seriously warm, safe space where genuine connections are made. The GC is where doubt and loneliness meet their match. You can get all the info at jennifersherwood.com slash the GC. But if you're not ready for something like that yet, I've got you. Head over to my website, jennifersherwood.com and hit the relief right now button. I'll send three ridiculously simple steps to go from overwhelm to ease.